As I record this, this coming weekend will be the Purple Stride, the pancam.org's annual march against pancreatic cancer. And Star Trek is actually very well represented there. And I had a chance to speak to Kitty Swink, who is a long-term survivor, her husband, Armin Shimmerman, John Billingsley of Star Trek Enterprise, whose mom passed away from pancreatic cancer, and Jonathan Frakes, who lost his brother Daniel. So we talked about the event and also some Star Trek as well, of course. This weekend is another year and another Purple Stride event that's coming up. 60 cities. Trek uh, Against Cancer is going to be walking and congratulations. So far, $36,000 it raised. Fantastic. Not good enough. No, I'll no. say we're a third of the way there. And that's yeah. mostly, mostly Kitty's work. No, no. Armin. Armin's way ahead. Is he really? Yeah, yeah. he is in a tally, yeah. Yes. Armin? I've been taking lessons from Kitty. Uh, Kitty doesn't ask for money. I do. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Armin, Armin uh, over $8,000 raised. Yeah, but we have a bunch of stuff coming from the cruise that hasn't dropped yet and all these people who are doing wonderful online work for her, for, for us, that's going to come in and yeah, it'll and, be better. And we have a ton of uh, co-captains, co-teams uh, that have been bringing in and uh, yeah. that's a credit to the Star Trek community and to everyone involved. Uh, we've asked people to help and they have. Mm -hmm. mm. Wow, that's wonderful. You have to share something because um, unfortunately pancreatic cancer has touched my family. Yes, we heard. On, on my wife's side, um, uh, her uh, her aunt uh, passed away in, in January, and we went to the uh, funeral. Now she had stage four, and she was only supposed to live a year, but she lived two years. That's great. She went to hospice, and and it just really deteriorated very quickly. So we went up to Ohio for the funeral and everything. She was a um, lady that loved to laugh. And uh, was quite a person. So uh, she is missed. And, uh, you know, her daughters are settling her affairs even to this date at the moment. And, you know, it was a, it was a blow to everybody. But uh, another reason to fight this horrible disease, you know, just exactly. it touches everybody. And unfortunately, it's a growing disease in the sense that it's become it will soon become the second most lethal cancer around. Oh. So. Um, we have to stop it in its tracks before it goes any further. Well, Kitty, they've been singing your praises as far as your fundraising. Jonathan has and Armin has. So, uh, I mean, what's your secret? <laughs> I ask people for their advice and hopefully they'll give me their money. That's the, that's the theory. Yeah. I ask people for their money and they give me their advice. It's <laughs> <laughs> I did that to you last night, I'm afraid. I'm sorry. Oh, that's great. Well, as I said, it's going to be in 60 cities, and, uh, you know, Trek versus Cancer is one of the many teams. And the good thing about at pancam.org, <clears throat> excuse me, you can actually donate to the team directly or teams if you have the bounce to. Pancam.org backslash Team Trek, you can donate to us. There yes. you go. Yes, and and we are offering to the two either single people or groups of people who form their own little sub team 
to do a half hour Zoom with them for the two top uh, money contributors. And we'll do a half hour Zoom and you get to hang out with us in a, in a Zoom room for a while. And we always have a really good time doing that. Oh, and yeah. John Billingsley uh, with us, it'll really be a good time. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I will serve them as many drinks as they can take away from the bar. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Kitty, I mean, your story in itself, being a survivor, I mean, that is just uh, amazing what you've been able to do to fight this. And uh, there is hope. And as Jonathan and I talked last November, if you get tested early enough, there's usually a way around this disease, which is uh, the key for everything. Early detection is the biggest thing we can do to help people. Because if you get it early, you have a much, much better chance. I, I was only stage 2B, and here I am 19 years later, and wow. I'm a survivor, and I'm here to offer people hope. One of my friends that really took care of me when I was sick, I had a group of women around me that were on my team and she's now dealing with it and she got a very early diagnosis and her her tumor marker numbers are way down i'm so proud of lisa she's an extraordinary human being yeah hey that's and wonderful can can has an early detect detection initiative so that if if you detect the symptoms there as we've just been saying there's an exponential chance that you'll be able to survive it but you have to you have to catch it early uh, it's very hard to defeat it once it's gotten into your system. Mm -hmm. Well, there's on the website, there's also seven symptoms you can actually look up and see if you hopefully don't, you know, intersect with those. But if you do, that's an incentive to go to see your doctor right away and get tested. So. Also, if someone in your family has had pancreatic cancer, you need to tell your physician at their annual checkup, at your annual checkup, your mm -hmm. mom, your brother, or your sister, or your it's um it is certainly important because of the importance of the early detection that the doctor knows that you are in fact inclined mm -hmm. and if your doctor scratches his or her head and, and looks at you cross-eyed perhaps you need to look at another doctor and that's one of the great things that pancan can provide they can provide you with alternate doctors uh so that you have several choices uh kitty's history is she went to one doctor who told her she was just going to die she should just accept it and uh and she didn't uh pancan we weren't involved with pancan then we didn't know to go to them then but we did go to another doctor got a second opinion and he said you must not think of yourself as a statistic you must think of yourself as a real person and that oncologist helped save kitty's life wow that's 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 a great story John, I understand you lost your mom to uh, pancreatic cancer. I did, and I was just going to add on that, you know, a statistic that I think I'd really love people to take away and what I think is a testament to the work that PanCan does and the success it's had is that there is now a 12% after five years survival rate. When my mother passed away in 1990, she was given no chance at all. And I think at the time uh -huh. it was around 3%. Um, she had no conception at all that the symptoms she was having all on that list were um, relevant to pancreatic cancer um the fact that pancan has done so much work to spread awareness i think is a, there's a direct correlation between that statistic and as you said a statistic is not the issue it's thousands and thousands and thousands of lives saved and thousands of people who have not seen their loved ones pass away because of the work this wonderful organization does so yeah i i was not frankly this organization was not in my um, cosmology, 
when I when I heard about the wonderful work that Kitty Norman and Jonathan were doing, I was I was very very appreciative to be asked to participate. That's great. Well, Star Trek does bring people together in so many ways, which is uh, one of the best things it does. Give credit where credit is due. The the fandom, the people who uh, come yeah. to conventions and watch the show, seem to be some of the most charitable people in the world. Yeah. Most people, the people who who hope for a better future, and 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 they, it's a two way street. The show provides hope, and the fans provide hope as well. The fans have been terrific. And you know, really, with a lot of different causes, and and this is one of them. So uh, you can't say enough about what they do. It's great, but Jonathan. Uh, we were, we talked earlier before we started uh, Star Trek: Picard. I mean, that was one hell of a season. And I got to tell you, Riker was really I seen funny. It. I haven't seen it. Just be no, careful. I'm not. No spoilers. No spoilers. But Riker was really funny. Oh, wait, that's a spoiler. Well. <laughs> Yeah, but it's it's a mini spoiler. He's it's a gonna... huge spoiler. He wasn't funny in the in the original series. I mean, he's funny. Oh well, okay. Sorry about that. But he's not that funny around the house. <laughs> so, uh, what were your what were your overall impressions of it? I mean, as a fan, I loved it, and the, the big reveal at the end. So I won't ruin it for John. Was, well, uh, we haven't fantastic. seen the last episode either. We have a reason. I won't. Why. That's why I'm not. I'm not going to talk the last episode. <laughs> but it was a doozy, and IMAX too this past week, which is cool. Yeah, it's been very exciting. We didn't dare hope. Lavar keeps saying we didn't dare hope for this after 36 years. And um, Terry Metalis and Alex Kurtzman and Akiva Goldsman, who started with Picard and then let it evolve into this incredible. They're reluctant to call it a reunion, but it certainly is a story in which you see a lot of the regulars from Next Gen back together with purpose and cause. And I think the I think the age, I think the twenty years between the end of uh, Nemesis and the beginning of this particular season has served us as actors, has served us as characters, and um, it surprised us. And we're, we're quite proud. Terry Metalis is the guy who found ways to introduce us to new facets of our character that have been uh, so much fun to play and so challenging and so satisfying. Mm -hmm. hey, you, for those who haven't seen it, <clears throat> you will not be disappointed. It's very good Star Trek and uh, it's it's exciting. And sorry, John, but it is has funny points, but I'm not going to give you details as to what they are, but it's worth no, it's, it. The, they're coming from Jonathan. That was my. No, that yeah. was your thing. That was my, yeah. That's a matter of opinion. <laughs> uh, but uh, you know, there's there's talk of Star Trek Legacy, and while you're all here, I think uh, you know, Cork is obviously still around. Uh, I mean, he was on uh, the animated series Lower Decks, and and that was great to see him in that. <laughs> Thank you, and and, uh, and Picard mentions that uh, Quark is doing well, which I'm happy to hear about. So that's nice too. <laughs> Maybe Cork and Fox could open a convenience store, like in a convenience store, kind of venereal disease clinic. It was sort of like a half and half kind of thing. You know? Maybe maybe Fox and Quark can get together and uh, and do that. Yes. Uh, Armin can provide the patients for you. <laughs> <laughs> I think we both went through enough makeup, makeup that we have enough patients for both of us. I was just thinking that there must be something about the uh, in the dark and getting rubber glued to your heads that allows you to have a, a store together. <laughs> Uh, very special hours. 
uh, you know, it's either that or serve pizza, one or the other, you know. <laughs> I would actually just like to be a voice in the back room. You'd never see me. It would just be like, hey, you, got, you got that, Armin? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, we don't know Denoblian's lifespan, so worst case, you could play his son or something. You don't Denob know. Denob this is why we don't <laughs> see them anymore, because nobody could pronounce the species. Uh, I always get it wrong, yeah. Nobody on nobody in our show could pronounce the species. <laughs> and Ferengi lived for a very long time. There's a reason why we all have ear hair. Uh, it's, uh, we've, we live for a very long time. <laughs> how long lived our, How long lived are the Ferengi? Do you know? Hundreds of years. Hundreds of years? Hmm. I think that Denoblian is pretty long lived, too. And I'm clonable as a border, so if they're one of the border to come on, I'm happy to be there. Purple eyes, even. There you go. There you go. Actually, I remember, John, when we talked uh, during the run of the series, uh, you said you, you proposed that your wife play all the uh, the females of the species. So <laughs> I thought that was yeah, a great I proposed that I play all the males of the, spe the, male of the species, too, in fact. <laughs> it's one of... As opposed to Bob Picardo used to hide in the shrubbery to kind of like launch ideas at the uh, producers. I, <laughs> I, yes, he was he was like, you know, and they always said, yes, it's like Bob said, can I sing opera? Yes. Can I have an affair with seven of nine? Yes. <laughs> I, I know across the board, none, none of my ideas were ever met with anything other than disdain. Mm -hmm. And they took the cannolis off the craft service table, I'm sure, just despite. Mm -hmm. that's that's major tragedy. We had, we had Petty Four in the first week, and Brannon was uh, making the rounds, and he stopped by the uh, craft service table, and I was having a Petty Four, and Brannon said, "You're the only person on this show that is I'm all right having a Petty. You can have a, you can have a Petty Four. Nobody else." <laughs> it's like I, I I understood what he meant, but it still was humbling. Then he took them away. You know, it's amazing what streaming has done for enterprise. It's really revitalized it. A whole new audience has uh, discovered it. I mean, uh, we only had six people watch it originally, so there was a, there, it didn't take much. It was like, you know, only the, a, f a family of seven watches it, and all of a sudden we got a bigger audience. <laughs> no, it's been it's been uh, it's been very gratifying. I'm very glad that people have kind of, you know, it, it came on at a time when I think there was a certain amount of Star Trek fatigue. Understandably, there have been so many iterations of Star Trek, many of them overlapping. So, yeah, uh, yeah no, it's 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 uh, it's been gratifying. But the fourth yeah. season, I thought, was one of the best. Definitely one of the best. And I mean, isn't that overlap the problem with creating legacy? I'm going to address this question to Jonathan. Isn't it? Isn't that the problem with legacy that they already have two, if not three, Star Trek shows, uh, two on the air and one coming up? That uh, producing a fourth show might be a little too much. I, I don't want it to happen. I do, but but it is a it is a problem. I think. I completely agree. And I think that was what happened with Enterprise. And I, I was uh, surprised that that the uh, Paramount Plus has gone as deep as they had. But at one point, they had Discovery, and they had Picard, and they had Strange and Worlds, Lower Decks, and they had Prodigy, which is five Star Treks. Right. Mm -hmm. Even the Trekkers. Not to mention the reruns of Discovery and Deep Space Nine. Yeah. Yeah. Next Gen is there. The original series is there, too. I mean, there's a lot of Star Trek on Paramount+. There's also uh, a new two-hour film with uh, Michelle Yeoh. Yeah, I'm really happy about that. That's going to be cool. Movie. I mean, what a great get in her oh. for, the, for the franchise. And she's 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 a, a force of nature. Mm -hmm. She is. She's good. That was a great movie, too. 
That was really a cool movie where she won the Oscar. I was really enjoyed it. That's great. Gotcha. Oh, for uh, with everywhere all at once. Or, yeah. yeah, yeah, really, really, really well done, and uh, just so happy that she won and the movie won Best Picture. I think that speaks a lot. It definitely speaks a lot. Kitty, what was um, how was your experience when you worked on Star Trek? It was great. You know, it's a family, and because I was already part of the family, it was always welcoming to be there. Uh, I, you know, I, I just am a, I'm a guest star actor. That's what I do for a living, and so it was just another guest star, except that I was hanging out with my friends, which made it really nice. And but then, not her husband, but just not. her friends. <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, and then in the last season, when I got uh, killed by Andy Robinson, it's always nice to have one of your nearest and dearest shoot you and that's a good thing i think so, that's good. and we're about to go we're about to do uh, a job together where i own a, a comic book store that specializes in sci-fi and he's my sort of love in, or i'm his love interest so that'll be fun to come back to andy in a different way it'll be fun yeah oh that's interesting bonnie was on enterprise and i she was a borg she was orgified in season two. I showed up on the set to see her shot. I didn't want to miss that. So I nice. Flying. It's hard to be a Borg. It's hard to be a Borg. Yeah. I bet. I bet that's really uncomfortable, all that stuff. Yeah. 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 She and they, they hadn't done a Borg uh, makeup in a long time at that point. So they got about two hours in, and Michael Westmore showed up and said, No, nah, that's not it. Do it again. Yeah, I bet. To start her all over again. I think she was in um, um, the, the uh, forgive me, a Seven of Nines Borg suit. I'm not oh. sure. Oh. Or they smushed her into, I don't know. Anyway, yeah, she was, she was, uh, she's the littlest Borg. She's, mm -hmm. she's tiny for Borg. But Jonathan has the distinction of coming up with Borg vision in first contact. We never saw what they would see before until that movie. That was kind of neat. That was with the uh, wonderful Matt Leonetti. That was a 10 millimeter spherical lens. Oh. There you go. Yeah. And then that pullout, too, was really fantastic. Patrick. That was Sid Dutton inspired by the opening, or not the opening, the set of Sweeney Todd, which was uh, my favorite musical, which I went to see a number of times. First with George Hearn. No, first with the Len Carrier, then with George Hearn. Oh, wow. The set that wrapped around and was built into the theater that felt very much like the Borg hive. And it stuck with me and then uh, inspired that opening. Yeah. George Hearn, and I know you know this, Jonathan. George Hearn is the man that introduced Kitty and I. Yeah. Hey, that's He's, nice. He was on track with us briefly. Yeah, I forgot. He, I think he was on Next Generation. I think that's where he appeared. Yeah. Yeah, Broadway legend for sure. Every once in a while, we get a phone call and it's Kimmers, Armin, how are you? It's always good to talk to him, yeah. We had the the uh, Purple Stride this weekend as we record this. But obviously, people can still give after it's over. And That's uh, right. It, it doesn't, you know, we we have a fundraising goal that sort of ends on the 29th. No, no, no. You can keep oh, giving. Hold on. If you let me finish, that's exactly <laughs> But yes, as my wife just said, you can keep giving after the 29th uh, because the money still goes to research. It still goes to the initiative project. It goes to to uh, patient outreach. And you well. can still give it to Team Trek. 
You can continue to give it to Team Trek. That's what I was trying to say. Yes, and it is important, of course, to give the Team Trek, but the very important thing, the most important thing, is that we give to PanCan in order to to help people with the disease and find a cure for the disease. For a $10,000 donation, we will put you in the Kitty and Armin squabble, where you will get to watch them squabble. But only for 15 minutes. That's all it is. That's as much much squabbling as can be sustained at this point. And then they can watch us kiss and make up. For an extra 10 grand. Oh, that's nice. There we go. That's a freebie. freebie. Everybody who's watching it, that's 100 clams. (laughs) 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 All these different perks, right? It's just great. Can't beat that. Can't beat that. Well, guys, thank you so much for being here. And really, thank you for the work you all do. And uh, Kitty, I mean, you're an inspiration. I really yes, are. Yes, Here, here. You know, and uh, it's just, you know, these guys are Star Trek legends, but I think you kind of outshine them all because of what you've done. You know, you really have. Uh, although I obviously admire their work a lot, too. <laughs> <laughs> I admire their work a lot. And the reason why we're here is because these guys are here with me. So that's pretty great. But I have to say, my job in life is to give people hope. So there's hope. You've got cancer. You've got hope. I'm here to show yeah, you. Yeah, that's so important. So important. April 29th in 60 cities around the country. That's Purpose. right. Look it up. Go to PanCan. Find out which cities is holding a march. Please join us. Uh, it, it's about a two-hour uh, sort of march. I believe it's about five miles at the most. No, three. Three. And um, and and any of you don't give money, just showing up and participating will be greatly, greatly appreciated. If oh. you're hearing this in the L.A. area, we're going to be marching. It starts at Santa Monica Pier. Come join us. Oh, yeah. And nice. Denise Crosby and maybe some other special celebrity guests. If I heard. Hey, that's nice. That's nice. Special celebrities flying around. Yeah, that's you fantastic. Knew, you knew that Denise's husband had pan had pancreatic cancer, and oh, I didn't know that. Oh, so, uh, so Denise and Ken will be there uh, in order to to uh, recognize that. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. God. It's just it's it. For lack of a better word, it sucks. <laughs> you know, it really does. Oh man. Yeah, we got to. Go next year. Yeah, maybe, maybe I will. You know, it depends. I'm in. I know that there's a, a a march, a walk in South Carolina, so I might be there. So uh, you know, I might do that. I might do that. Please, please come in, in honor of your wife's aunt. That would be great. Yes, yes, it, it would be a nice tribute to her, and uh, the family would certainly appreciate that for sure. Definitely. Thank you all for the work you do for this, for your other jobs you've done and continue to do. And really, pancan.org. Folks, just visit the site. It is a wealth of information on there that really can really help you. Maybe help with a relative or a friend or just to educate you to look for signs in your own health. You know, so we got to take care of ourselves too. So don't work, don't. Worry about and don't forget about that either. Thank you all again, and best of luck this coming Saturday as we record this. And thank you for all for your time. Really appreciate that. Thanks for helping us out. We really appreciate it. Yeah. Anytime, anytime. All right, guys. So please visit pancan.org 
and there you can get all the information about it, including those seven symptoms that we talked about. For Trek Tuesday, this is Tony Tolado. Thanks for listening.